Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Big Gay Nerds Plays Blades in the Dark. I'm your GM, Saturn, they, them. You can find me at Celestial Mecca on Twitter and Tumblr. Joining me are the players. Uh, let's go with Levi first. Hello, I am Levi. Uh, they, them. I am playing Kristoff Skora, who goes by Flint. He is a leech, a ex-military saboteur from, you know, the old war. All right, and let's go with Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah. Uh, she, her, I play Thalia the Whisper. You can also find me at Radio and Activity on Twitter. And I also co-host another podcast where I talk about, like, video games and anime and stuff with my best friend called The Gorge. You should go check it out. Thanks. The, the Gorge is expanding to anime. Yeah, Damn. Every now we talked about Beastars, so I, I think I have to legally <laughs> tell people we talk about anime now or, or, or I'll be a liar. Or they'll get, or they'll get blindsided. It's like, I didn't sign up for anime. <laughs> I know we talked about, talk about Persona, which is basically an anime, so I don't know. <laughs> True. Just an anime with quick time events. That's fine. <laughs> Spe- yeah. Speaking of anime with quick time events, Fern, press X quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, this is, uh, hi guys. My name is Fern. Uh, he, him, and I am uh, playing Ira Glasgow, and my which is still a joke that I'm very proud of. Uh, and. Um, uh, you can find me at VeryFern on Twitter. Right now I'm not on Twitter, but I am posting Animal Crossing screenshots, so go follow me there. That's valid. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not... Animal Crossing. You can look at it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you've, you've, if you've been on the internet Somehow. this long, you probably haven't seen any Animal Crossing. It's kind of an indie game. You've never heard of it. You the, can totally avoid looking at Animal Crossing if you are on Twitter. Yeah, the, fi- the final boss not. of this podcast recording, Owen. <laughs> hey, I am Owen. Uh, he and him pronouns. Uh, I'm the founder and director of Big Gay Nerds, and I play uh, Blondie the Cutter, um, who did who just kind of dicked around for the entire last like in the whole first in day. fiction game he got drunk so. uh, got put in the drunk tank <laughs> yeah um i did do so i did do like one cool like lock picking thing and the rest was just dicking around so maybe uh, things will get more serious this time or maybe they'll just get goofier we'll have to see maybe yeah we'll just we dick will have more. to see so it's the dawn of the second day and by dawn, I mean, uh, you've probably all actually taken some time to, I don't know, wake up a bit, maybe maybe get breakfast, maybe not, maybe wipe the crud off your face. Uh, yeah, they got showers. All the... Uh, there, there's, a, there's a bathroom of some communal uh, showers of some kind. You probably could oh, have God. bathed. But there's like four of us. That's terrible. I mean, yeah, you gotta take, you gotta take turns, bud. Haha, <laughs> 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 I get the crew... That's not any better. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no that that one's that one's a proper uh, communal situation. So not great. Oh, we've got some starship troopers going on here. <laughs> yeah, a bit, a bit. Yeah. So uh, y'all are gathered back at the room, presumably. Uh, Flint, you're doing fine. Uh, Ira, yeah. you're also doing fine. Mm-hmm. Blondie, you got a you got a headache. Uh, I mean, really, not so bad as far as hangover headaches go. You did most of your time last night. Um, and Thalia, you are currently uh, still wiping off some of the uh, blackened, salty crust of a nosebleed that is not exactly blood that you recognize, but some 
combination of blood and the voidy seawater. Icker. Icker. Yeah. Something like that. So, I guess the first order of business is after Thalia finally cleans herself up and just, like, walks out of the bathroom and is rubbing her hands over her face. What the hell happened, Miss Shade? <laughs> oh, well, if you must know, uh, I met... What hell? I met... Quite the VIP last night. Oh. Oh, do, do tell. tell. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Azure Rose's uh, brain voice chimes in. Uh, oh, yes. He, you are it, there, too. It is, it is still here and still very blind. So it actually has really no idea what's going on, aside from what it catches from you relaying your feelings vaguely to each other. So, Balia, like has to sit down and just kind of folds her hands over her lap. Takes a deep breath. The Immortal Emperor is on this train. What? I went into the palazzo last night as a shade. And, um, we had a talk. Not much of a talk. Mm. I think he tried to kill me. I am almost certain he tried to kill me, actually, all things considered. Um, I'm not entirely sure how I'm alive right now, but I am to tell you that the Immortal Emperor himself is actually on this train. I didn't think he, like, went on trains. I didn't think he ever went anywhere myself. How did he- okay, so how did he fit? I thought he was, like, 12 feet tall. He was quite large, yes. Huh. He's- he's (laughs) at least 8 feet tall. Um, oh, okay. So that statue oh. was kind of embellishing things. I would think, yes. <laughs> oh, looks, looks bigger than the picture. Disappointing. Yeah. Oh, actually, <laughs> say the camera adds three feet. Because I do have to address something real quick. I think on the last episode, I said uh, Thalia had to save from a level three harm mm-hmm. that would have killed her. Uh, as rules, that actually should have been a level four harm that would have killed her instantly. Hey. And normally that would only reduce it to a level three, but because it was my error on the thing there, I'm just gonna still say it's a level two that Thalia still has. Thanks. So, no change there. I appreciate there. that. Um, <laughs> so, that's a thing to keep in mind. Um, at least now we know who's on the palazzo and why that one yeah. unpleasant woman was booted off of it. And actually, also speaking of that, uh, because I meant to do this last session, but we cut off a dramatically opportune moment, uh, with your visit to the Palazzo, I'm going to fill up the clock the lineup Yay! under Adelaide Located. And now Adelaide Located, you're at a clean two of six. Cool. So, okay. still making some progress there. And as you are, and what I'll also say is, as you've been narrowing down your options, if you're able to do things that are slightly more targeted, for instance, as in like, Okay, well, we know Thal- we know uh, Adelaide isn't like someone in silver coach or anything like that. If you're able to take action, or the Palazzo, <laughs> if if you te- are able to take actions that focus on a more like specific group of people or people or specific area, these like broader progress clocks will advance faster than one tick per. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's not just like oh, you have to do six things to get it. It's it varies based on how general or how specific the progress clock is. Well, I think that now we know who, just how directly involved uh, the Emperor is. I think it's about time we get some exposition from uh, the Rose about the the, the shard itself. Mm-hmm. 
I'm also curious. I have not read any of the lore. Uh, I assume the Immortal Emperor is a big deal. (laughs) Uh, The Immortal (laughs) Emperor. uh, I I would say this isn't this isn't this isn't strictly canon compliant. uh, But the Immortal Emperor, uh, as the name might imply, is both immortal and an emperor. And the person who is the ruler of Ac- of the empire, Akaros, which is the place where you all live. Yeah. Gotcha. He's also the one and who puts a like, bounty on all of us. I assumed yes. most of that, but I was like, huh, I didn't know he was giant and magic. <laughs> so what bas- what you would all know about the Immortal Emperor, shy of anything that Thalia would have gleaned, is that mm-hmm. back, like, I think about... In canon, like, 860 years ago or something, Mm -hmm. but just a very long time ago is when the sun shattered, Mm -hmm. essentially, and death uh, began to reign on the world. And it's the immortal emperor who is able to use uh, their magical power to protect the cities uh, as they were uh, building the uh, electroplasm gates, essentially. So, very powerful magic user. And also, presumably, still the same person who was doing that well over 800 years ago. I have have not been thinking about these two things at the same time enough, but is the sun shard a literal shard of the sun? Uh, At this point... Does Iris say that in character? Yeah, I'm gonna be like, (laughs) wait, (laughs) wait for a second. (laughs) Is the sun shard a shard... Of the shattered sun? Appropriately enough, yes. Oh. I thought that then the immortality was fairly metaphorical. Whoever named it simply thought they were being poetic, but in truth it is one, the last, as far as I know, remaining physical piece of the sun that hangs in the sky, the shattered remnants of it. Well, damn, I definitely... We really should have, even if she didn't try and get us killed, we she definitely ripped us off on the price for that thing. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> so we should be living like kings ourselves right now. Unbelievable. Mm. Well, who do you fence piece of sun to? I, I assume the immortal emperor. Well, I yeah, would advise so- against trying. Oh. <laughs> now, yes. <laughs> so is there any like special properties or whatever we should know about that? He he takes a moment, or it takes a moment, rather, to uh, think of how best to explain this. And it says, essentially, the sun shard that you have there, aside from being a piece of a world long since forgotten, is an incredible, incredible font of condensed magical power, mm-hmm. essentially. Sort of like how you would make soup from a bouillon, let's say. Mm-hmm. Except instead of making soup, it is a uh, a phenomenal amount of magical energy condensed into a single, approximately baby-sized rock. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I forgot that it was huge. Oh. Oh. That actually <laughs> helped. I did actually forget that it was huge. Soup. So it's like, where do you hide a rock that big? Um, mm, yeah. so- Miss Shay, did you have time to to, to, to look? anywhere to see if they had it already. No, I was um, appropriately paralyzed with horror because the uh-huh. immortal emperor is on this train. Uh, understood. <laughs> what I what I will say, at least from what you would have been able to glean from like your arresting visit, is that if the immortal emperor does have the sun shard already, you did not like see it around. Mm-hmm. 
Like, there's nothing necessarily that indicates that he def- that he like already has it or anything like that. Right. Um, the sun shard sort of continues. Uh, what it is specifically is back before the sun shattered, it was how do I phrase this? It was sort of a beacon of life, shall we say? It shone down on the world, filling it with light, banishing the death, banishing death itself back to the dark, nothingness. And at one such point, someone with an incredible amount of power sought to reclaim their lost dead from the sun that claimed it since. And it destroyed the sun to do so. That last remaining piece of the sun shard itself. We think I think it is a piece of said person. And the one who tried to claim it was the immortal emperor himself. Oh. Oh, that tracks. Oh. Maybe that's why. So if we if we acquire the sun shard, we will then be able to bargain for our own lives, probably. If the Emperor does not have the shard already. That's true. I would advise against counting on such a thing. He's unlikely to bargain with that which he can take with force. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I've like, so I'm having to recontextualize how I think about this guy a lot in general, because I never really conceptualized him as a person. He was like, Someone my mom said would be angry if I didn't eat my <laughs> mushrooms. So, um, I am hesitant to take him on. On the other hand, what what the hell, you know? No, we almost certainly should not take him on. I, I need to re-emphasize the fact that a mere touch to my person, and he was able to turn the shade into a physical thing that he could lay a hand on, um, should have killed me. <laughs> and frankly, okay. there's no reason for me to be alive right now, but I am incredibly glad to be so. Okay, but so I'm different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Fucking blondie. <laughs> oh, God. Um... I don't even know where to go from here. What to even think, other than just avoid the palazzo like the plague and hope no one of his coterie notices us. Okay, well, um, I guess this just means that we carry on as usual. We keep on looking for Adelaide and the Shard... And we've, hey, we've ruled out one place <laughs> where we know she isn't, at the very least. And if the shard isn't there, I don't know. <laughs> but we just we just keep going. This has recontextualized things, but it hasn't changed them. Right. Okay, well then, I guess this is the part where we all break for the day and see what we can try to get accomplished. Did he seem murderable at all? No, not in the least. Emperor. No. Not in the least. Emperor would be a big advance. At risk of uh, at risk of 
downplaying your significant achievements. Even Thalia, with her command of magic, is no match. I, rem- I will remind you, this man once destroyed the sun. <laughs> the only reason he hasn't thrown this entire train into the sea is because it would make it more difficult for him to find the shard. So yeah, he's really looking. So actually. he's looking for the shard. So he doesn't have the shard. If we find the shard, he might not kill us. Is what I'm saying. Or he might, if he finds out we have this. <laughs> yeah, Blondie's just Blondie's still just sort of like. There's a lot for Blondie to think about, especially because, like, so, so for one thing, I think that it's news to everyone that the, the, apparently the guy who is the king of everything, this demon, well, you know, demon, is claiming that he is also responsible for everything sucking as horribly as it does. Mm. Um, and so I think that Blondie has maybe ticked over into, like, not thinking about it mode. So he's just... <laughs> That's fair, honestly. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> No thoughts, head empty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know what? This is a little bit too much to process, so I'm not even going to try. Yeah, our plan's basically the same still. Right. Um, it's just a matter of, like I said, avoiding anybody that's part of the Immortal Emperor's entourage. I don't think he got an idea of what, like, Thalia looks like as a people. I think she just. I think she stayed a, sh- a shadow the whole time, right? As far as you know, okay. yeah. You don't have any reason to think that he has any greater awareness of you than he would, at the very least. Right. Um. So then, yeah, I think it's just we just get back to work and try to survive mm. all the way to Tykeros. Okay, I know and that if- you're saying to avoid. Yes, I am saying to avoid. (laughs) What? I want to believe this is an an actual conversation, too. Polly just turns around and just, like, wags a finger at her. I am telling you to avoid. what if Hmm? I use this disguise I generously have from my friend Natalie, a party favor, if you will? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And see what leads they have as to where the sun shard is. I won't go near the immortal emperor. Thank you. So there is only one problem with your plan. Mm-hmm. You don't have a way into the palazzo. Mm-hmm. You might be able to disguise yourself as a as anything really mm-hmm. easily, but. Disguise does not necessarily mean Access. has a way to get into the palazzo. What if I disguise myself as a guard? Do they I take I mean, there's, there's lots of guards in the train, and there's a lot of guards outside the palazzo. Yeah. <laughs> what I'll say is what you've uh, probably can know, at least from, like, the pre-prep that, you've, that you did before getting on board with, like, examining uh, blueprints and stuff, is that, like, and also actually, because I mentioned this last time, uh, even if you go into the lofts or something and then try to go to the palazzo, mm-hmm. it, the door does not have a key reader. Mm-hmm. You have to be let in from the outside, or from the inside, mm-hmm. or by some other means. Okay. Because there's hmm. also the elevator to it on um, E minor. But um, I still could cavort with the people that are in... Uh, that that are that are also guards and see if they have any leads sure. because they must be looking for something. Yeah, yeah sure. You, you very much. You could very much do that. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Yeah, we can focus on the setup 
part. Mm -hmm. And so before you all go to start deciding who's doing what as your first actions of the day, uh, as you sort of get ready to presumably depart from the the room, but I'm not going to make any uh, claims of how you're planning to act, uh, there is a sort of from an intercom, Uh and you hear uh, Natalie Braun's voice uh, as she says, Hello, passengers. Uh, We are asking you to please uh, not... To, to go about your business, but we are letting you know that the A major car is off limits for the foreseeable future. Thank you. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. The observation deck. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, that's immediately suspicious. Yeah. That's something we should check I out. I think. Let me, well, I can, <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. Unless the emperors, unless the emperors have like lunch up there. You know, <laughs> morning up there, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I can fortunately go talk to Natalie about that, um, which that might, that might actually nice. be my morning, uh, my first action of the morning, just to kind of get some intel going. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. Do the rest of you know what you're going to do for your first actions? I know yes. what I, I I know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Okay, you guys go ahead then. Okay. Who first? Um. I've got. Okay. I know. I said I was going to take things more seriously, but I do have a relatively blondy thing, oh boy. like w- relatively petty blondy thing that I want to do. Please do. Please it. do. What's up? Which is, and I think that this is something that Blondie is like very hurriedly. Go- he's taking the situation seriously, but he's going to very hurriedly like fit this in because he realized like, oh shit, things are serious. <laughs> um, I am going to make the. Let me just review the custom move things we have right now um he is going to pilfer because um as is right now i do not have a full bar of stash and blondie is just very quickly going to like secure some resources so that on the off chance they get out of this alive he then does not have to worry about dying in a gutter (laughs) right (laughs) that's fair Mm-hmm. Sure. Is there a specific like car or person or whatever that you're looking for? Are you just picking pockets I or trying am... to get in the luggage? Or so my idea was um, as an argument for how I'm going to do this with one of my like real strengths is that I want to do this with um, a prowl on the. Um... Oh wait, I just realized it's a fortune roll specifically. So yeah, um, I mean, if you want to make an argument for doing it a specific my, way, we can do well, that. I was but... I was just going to make the argument that if uh, like in the logistics, if otherwise I was going to be like like doing like the pickpocketing mm-hmm. type role. The idea is that rather than like trying to like s- being incredibly stealthy about like grabbing something out from under someone's nose, like the idea of like just like hustling down a hall and like. If someone has like, like a handbag sat down or something like that, just grab it, and by the time they they turn around, you are not there anymore. Mm-hmm. But sounds um, good. <laughs> if but if fortune is the baseline, I'm good to do fortune. Okay. Uh, are you just gonna do that plain fortune roll? Are you gonna push yourself? Um, I'm. I might as well push myself. Okay. And so that'll be. So you know what? We haven't done this yet. So I'm just gonna read the whole thing actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Please do. Spend time snagging small valuables from meandering passengers and crew members, as well as whatever isn't nailed down. Mark a gear slot and roll fortune, d6 or 2d6 if you push yourself. Mark stash equal to your highest roll. Add plus 2 if you're in an area that's risky by default, or plus 4 if you're in an area that's desperate by default. On a critical, you'll find something exceptionally valuable, but also small. Create the gear slot you mark to roll this. Um... 
Oh, clear the gear smart lot you marked to roll this. This move always draws suspicion. Though you have to mark gear to use this move, you can still reload gear slots spent this way. It's assumed you store your loot secretly in your luggage. All right, so going over all my stuff. Um, yeah. A lot so, of that's just mechanical things because this move is uh, very much like, hey, it's the last heist and I want to give you all an excuse to try and earn some more money if you want to do that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Saturday and I think, I think it's just going to go after like um probably silver coach um sure and uh yeah not going to aim for one of the riskier places for a better role just yeah so well as two. the yeah but go ahead as i say the the riskier places aren't actually improvements to the role they are just raw improvements to whatever amount you rolled oh right 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 that's what <clears throat> that plus meant okay yeah. so um roll fortune and you're doing dice. 2d6 since he spent the yeah. stress? 2d6, yep. Four. One and a, a four. four. Cool, mark four stash. Oh, wow, okay, I didn't didn't realize it went that far. Okay, nice. Yeah, I, it's even it, though it I just direct read it. correlation. Um, what I will say is because the move uh, always creates suspicion, your suspicion clock is now one of four. Okay, and I feel like I do not need to, like, fluff this out too much. It's just Blondie, like driving purses yeah <laughs> comes, you find, find some scattered jewelry maybe some actual money who knows yeah yeah all right which of you three wants to go next uh mine's real easy i'm gonna start uh by tending to Roslyn, try to clear some of the stress out sure sounds good so i rolled tinker controlled standard you know uh sponge the guy down see if there's anything i can any dressings i can redo Oh, yeah, you do still have stress. I forgot about that. Because you cleared all of it after right. the first time you did this and then proceeded to get more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Damn. Yeah, cool. Yeah, go right. for it. <clears throat> a one a and one. a two. So I clear two stress. Yeah. Um. So you're, you know, going over him, his treatment for the morning, uh, changing out bandages and stuff. He's not... I mean, he wasn't looking great to begin with. And he's still, like, mm. you know, mm. doing okay, but he definitely seems in worse shape than he did yesterday. Oh, no. He's a, he's oh. a bit paler, a bit colder. Mm. That's... Hmm. And that's really as much as you get out of it. That's bad. Yeah. Don't like that. Oh, well. <laughs> still hanging in there. Hanging in there. <laughs> yeah. Just try not to think oh. about it. Mm-hmm. You might Just try not to think about it. doctor. <laughs> um, so, so we've got Ira and Thalia still. Um, whichever. Oh, sorry. I'll go, because, like mm-hmm. I said, I have a, a pretty a straightforward thing to do as well. Um, Thalia is going to finish cleaning herself up, and then head down to the concierge desk and find Natalie. Sure, you find her pretty easily. Yeah. She's, uh, just, you know, at her station as usual. Uh, she waves and greets you in Taiki. Uh, oh yeah, they're absolutely having this conversation in Taiki. Um, she kind of leans in and is like, so what's going on on observation? Why is it shut down? Oh, uh, and yeah, and I don't think you actually have to roll for this either because you two are friendly. And she's like, "There's they apparently found a, a body. A, what? Mm. Oh. Yeah, like, okay, well, shh. Okay. But they, they didn't, they didn't like, the weird thing is, right, we have that, uh, that spirit warden on board, right? Yeah. And she's that 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 crow's supposed to be able to, you know, 
know when people die. Mm-hmm. She didn't know until someone else found it this morning. Oh, Apparently, from I, I haven't been up there myself, really, so I don't uh, know for certain. But what I heard from the concierge who did find it is that the they they got uh, some of the bulls going out to retrieve it because whoever it was, they got thrown out of the side of the observation car and got caught on one of the the electroplasm whiskers <gasps> on the outside of the train. Oh my god! So my my pet theory personally mm-hmm. is that uh, she the crow didn't notice because the, the soul got burned out burned out of that poor sucker the second he hit those whiskers. But I don't know. But yeah, they don't want anyone else going up there. Uh, the postmaster is apparently up there taking, uh, you know, he's oh. one of those weird detectives. He's one of those, you know, guys who likes to poke around and solve right. train crimes. <laughs> so he's, he's up, God, he's up there. Wouldn't? He's up there dusting for prints, but I, I don't know. Do you know uh, anything about the victim? Like, do you know who? No idea. Really? You was it a passenger? No idea. No idea. Oh uh, I mean, I only heard from the person who saw it, but I mean, it was... Uh, charred uh, pretty badly hey, to point of hey, being uh, hey, Shade, unrecognizable. Can you, Shade, can so. you please, please tell ask if the doll is okay? <laughs> was it any? She'll ask if it. Do you know if any of the um, any of the staff is missing? Like, are uh, any? Yeah, from, no. Every, I mean, everyone's as far as I know, everyone's still here. For. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I, every, everyone is still here when we, you know, when I woke up for the day, and I have to get up practically before anyone else does. Mm. So. Um, Pretty sure that all the all the the concierge crews finally. So I think the engineers are okay too, but I don't really mm. talk to them much. So and then she shrugs. One last question, and I mean she knows that we're here for you know crimes. Uh, mm-hmm. but she still Thalia still says one last question, and please don't think about this too much. Do you know where they're keeping the body? Uh, <laughs> she sort of squints just a little bit, and she's like. <laughs> Uh, just kind of like raises like, her eyebrows, like. Mm. She's like, well, if I had to guess, I know they said the the bulls are getting it. I imagine if the postmaster's up there doing his, you know, investigating spiel, mm-hmm. they'll probably drop it off with him so he can examine it, and then after that, I don't know, man. I, we have some we have some uh, storage in the infirmary over there for when things like this happen so i imagine they're just gonna get shoved in there okay well and you actually like if you look behind her over at where the infirmary is on this car there's like a rather large like uh cubby in one of the walls that has a door that shuts on it presumably because uh if someone ties on the train they need to do something with i guess that makes i guess that makes sense to have like a like a, a a tiny morgue on board because I'm sure people would just drop dead of just like heart attacks and stuff. Oh yeah, you enough. can't have a dead body around people. You right. just can't. Yeah, it, it happens. It happens frequently enough. You'd be shocked, huh. but not usually not, not, that not anything like this. Dramatic, no usually, foul play. <laughs> usually, it's just someone in in a in the lofts or something ate too much of their you know fancy boy food they eat and then uh, had a heart attack or something. Huh. You know, it's usually not a uh, murder. Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess I don't even know if it was really murder, but I think it's. I think mean, it's got to be murder, right? Sounds... Who just falls off the edge of the fucking? What if that was the corpse? Murder to me. What if that was the corpse in the corpse box? I know, right? Oh. That's what I'm thinking. Is that 
since like nobody detected the ghost, somebody smuggled the corpse on board and was trying to dispose of it off the side of the train. Mm. That's fucked That's up. That's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we need we need somebody who can see if that is Adelaide. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to find a way to figure out who the who the dead body in the bag and now the dead body in the infirmary or the morgue, yeah. I guess, are. Well, it's not at the morgue yet. Right. But it probably are. will be later. Later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, that's... I'm trying to think if I can ask Natalie to do something right now, uh, since I've got her here, and I figure that would be helpful. Um, oh, simple question. Uh, can you... Um, can you find out for me if any passenger has gone missing? I mean, we've got people, you know... Crossing their eyes and dotting their T's right now. I don't know yet personally, but you... I'll get back to you once I do awesome. know. That's all I ask. Thank you. Yeah, no one's reported anyone missing, which is weird. So I don't know who it could be. Really, maybe someone traveling on their own. Mm. Mm. Do you often get stowaways? Ah, uh, sometimes. Mm. It's the I will say, uh, not usually successfully. Mm. Because most of them are, you know, uh, Duskvol kids who think that they can, you know, sneak in the sneak in a in a post box and just get carted away, and they try and <laughs> get out. Mail myself to Tycarus. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is, the, and what always happens, like I'm surprised it didn't happen this time, frank, frankly, because it happens more times than not. Someone tries to get out of their box in the post car, and the security systems up in there uh, make really quick work of them. So, uh, not a whole lot of people, as far as I know, anyway, not a whole lot of people making the trip to Tykeros that way, uh, in one piece. Okay. Generally. But I mean, hey, I don't know. There we go. Uh, then that's good. I'm going to ask Natalie to basically keep me informed about somebody coming missing, and I think that's it for my action. Yeah, and I, also, I think that's like the represents a good amount of conversation over the course of right. whatever. I guess that's just that's just do work toward. Um, maybe that could count toward the finding Adelaide thing. Yeah, actually, I should mark that as a clock okay. because I have all these clocks. I and know there's a hundred of them. Keep, it's okay. <laughs> I, was, I keep forgetting to mark them. So let's go with. Let's call it. Well, first I need to actually do some formatting real quick. We're gonna call this one the body. And we're going to call that a, let's say this one's a, a zero out of four, or a one out of four, actually, okay. excuse me. So it's a pretty short clock. Uh, apologies, I'm still just trying to mark it, but no kind problem. Of formatting stuff. Cool. Cool. Uh, Ira. You still have an action. All right. So as I mentioned before, I am going to uh, cash in a party favor. Um, Yeah. And I'm going to... I'm not finding the place for the party favors. Oh, it's on your... uh, It's on your move and your actual character sheet, I think. But basically you have a four tick clock that you can fill up instead of uh, actually doing stress and rolling... uh, for mm-hmm. flashbacks, essentially. Yeah. So this would be the first mark of four. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, where? Let me find it. One second. Looking for it. It's in your uh, in your uh, special abilities, or at least it should be. 
Otherwise, I have the actual text have... of the move written in a there different document. There we go. Start a clock. Party favors. Four kicks. I'll put that in clocks. Thank you. Clock name. Favors. Sorry. Should have done that. Four ticks. And I have one. All right. So uh, basically, beforehand, I, uh, I want to like possibly and let me know if this is too much um but have uh, like with natalie kind of like gone over the different uh official personnel that will be on there and have secured like an outfit for each so like in the concierge staff um but also the rail bowl and the uh troops I think for one tick of your party favors, considering that you have four of them to spend today, mm-hmm. with your one tick, you get to pick one outfit. Okay, so it's going to be the troop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay. Where are the troops, like, stationed in the thing? Um, As far as, like, actual, like, normal stations, really the one that you know who always stays in place is the one at in E minor, mm-hmm. who's standing at the elevator up to the palazzo. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, the troops themselves, they're in these uh uh three they're they're only like there's only usually three of them up at a given time. Mm-hmm. And so aside from the one at the elevator, there's just sort of two that sort of patrol around, usually someone patrolling in the the lower cars and someone patrolling in the upper cars. So they're kind of just around. Okay. Cool. Um, uh, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna get into my troop disguise, uh, kind of in the outfit, um, so I have all the clothes to look official, and then to add to it, uh, just to make it not me, I'm gonna make sure Mm -hmm. that, like, I, like, put a scar on my eyebrow or something. Well, what Mm, I will say is, actually, it's pretty easy, because the troop uniforms all have these balaclavas, basically. Yeah, that helps. So, like... (laughs) So, aside from the fact that uh, you're, there, that there might not be anyone that has uh, Ira's exact build, mm-hmm. uh, you aren't going to have any issues passing yourself off. Okay, cool. Um, and so, I think that that's uh, what I am going to do. Are they all armed? Yeah. Do I have a They gun? are all armed. Did, did I get a gun from Nav- Natalie, too? <laughs> no. Okay. They, they have they have like uh very uh not not high tech as in like modern, but they have like relatively high tech mm. weapons that would be difficult to acquire otherwise. Mm. <laughs> okay. She could she could have probably fun she could have probably figured out a way to get you something that looks kind of similar, but it wouldn't be anything that like okay. The gun itself wouldn't be something that pass- that holds up to scrutiny. Yeah. Okay. So I have that. So you won't look out. You won't look out of place. But someone who's actually giving you a once over and who knows, like, if you're getting given a once over by another troop, for instance, mm-hmm. it might be there might be some risk involved there. Okay, is there like a way that I can make that less of like the ultimate feature of my thing? Like, could I possibly like put it, sling it over my back or something? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Um, so I'm, that's how I am going to disguise myself for today. I'm going to be a troop. Um, and... Damn, stolen valor. <laughs> what? <laughs> stolen valor. Stolen valor. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was braver than all the troops. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, (laughs) so I think 
the thing that I'm going to do for the first thing is like also seem to patrol. It wouldn't be too weird for there to be a like a little bit more of patrolling, especially if people for people who know what's happened on the observation deck. Uh, but what yeah, I'm really I'll say that you're probably pretty good at like knowing. You've probably seen enough of the patrols to have a pretty good sense of when the actual patrol is coming by and to kind of step out of sight and then like come back in as yeah. they're moving mm -hmm. around. You, you've you've got a pretty good ability to yeah. like keep yourself out of their uh, line of sight, basically. I think I re what I really want to do for this time is to case about when the shift change for the E minor car happens. Oh, you would actually uh, know this uh, already, Oh, uh, based on what you've seen from yesterday. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, uh, the shifts kind of happen... Uh, I don't remember if I actually uh, talked about like the way the clock, the 8-tick clock itself works, but it's like usually the first three are kind of the earlier half of the day, the second three are the latter half of the day, and, this, and the last two are night. Mm -hmm. And usually the, the shift change happens, you know... On when those phases shift. Okay, so while so shift changes like around lunch and then like around the late evening, basically. So while I am waiting for the shift change to really happen, I think I might, in a in a patrol official way, like looking like I'm walking with a purpose, uh, make my way to A major. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're able to get in mm -hmm. uh, without an issue. There's not actually any like guards there they've just asked the like people not to go there and what you can see is over by one of the railings uh you see the postmaster uh kneeled over a very charred looking body and kind of like examining it okay and not a whole lot else here okay i think i might uh go okay. over the what, what's up Oh, sorry, I was going to say you could strike up a conversation with him. That's what I was going to do, yeah. Cool. So I'm going to, like, uh, saunter over to, in a very official uh, capacity, go over to the body um, mm -hmm. and just, uh, and, and be like, damn, that's a bad way to go, isn't it? Certainly is. Uh, and he that's about that's all he has to say to that mm -hmm. he, he looks up at you briefly and doesn't appear to see anything that he should be concerned about and then he goes back to examining the body is there anything for me looking at the body does any do, is there any way that i could recognize this person even though i don't know what adelaide frog looks like actually uh that it is beyond recognizable okay uh it's i'll say charred. you you could probably figure out from the shape, like the like the kind of proportions, like it like it's probably someone who is like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, so it's probably a DMAB person. You could tell just from mm -hmm. the the way they the they are built, mm -hmm. but but like basically like any identifying features or clothing or anything like that yeah. is like completely gone. And it's definitely an adult too, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. And, and for anyone in the dark, I know Owen's mom listens to this. Uh, DMAB is designated male at birth. Yeah, I didn't want to say I didn't want to say looks like a man because it's obviously yeah, right. uh, there's right. <laughs> there's a lot of different yeah. people who can look like a man. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was just but thinking, it's like, oh, what about yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you can, you can probably get that much from a sort of cursory view, but not a whole lot else. So um, I think I'm going to. Uh, bullshit and say doesn't look like any of the passengers are missing 
uh, from, from our cursory glance, uh, glances. Any idea of what happened? He sort of sounds concerned about that. He's like, really now? Or, I mean, do his voice actually, really now? Hmm. And then he kind of uh, continues looking over, like, well, as much as I can tell, based on what the scene looks like, someone who may or may not have already been dead, though I think they could have very well been alive, was chucked over the side of that railing back there, and he, you know, gestures his thumb back at the railing, and made contact with one of the electric whiskers. Unfortunately, it's difficult to tell who. And there's, like, Ira, you get this, like, itch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Is he lying like, to me? It's hard to say, because usually when someone lies to you, they there's a certain way that their voice sounds or a certain way that they intonate and it's like there's almost like a ring right like you can hear the ring of someone lying to you mm-hmm. and you're not getting that for whatever reason but you still like something feels off and it's not as though like he's just not telling you everything because that's not something you really have a sense for but you have the sense that something's not not correct and after, and while you're standing there humming to yourself, he says, Well, I believe that's all I can really do with this. I'm going to keep looking around a major. I would appreciate if you could, and then he gestures, if you could bring this down to the morgue and the concierge for me. Of course. Uh, but, uh, oh, hold on. And he actually goes through, uh, he actually uh, grabs something that he had at his side, and he hands you this, like, you should cover this body up before you do, uh, not to scare the passengers. Of course. Um, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do what I was told to do, which is put body in body bag and carry body bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. Yeah. yeah um, I'll, what I'll say is like, it's like, I mean, it's a body. It's fairly heavy, but uh, however heavy it was, it's not as heavy now. Uh, so... <laughs> I'm going to so try to sling it not... over my shoulder so that it doesn't look like a body, not to scare anyone. I'm going to, like, do a good job. <laughs> you, no, you actually start to have to, and uh, Timus, the postmaster, says, you should just carry that thing in both your arms, uh, just in case. Okay. If you sling it over your shoulder or something, there's a chance that if I need to do any examinations on it later, mm. the way the fluid might pool. Ugh. Could well, I won't. I'll spare you the gory details, but let's just say I would prefer if you tried to keep it uh, level, flat. Got it. Don't get any any corpse juice on the floor. If you if you bring corpse juice back to the to the room, you got to take a shower. I'm sorry. Yeah, (laughs) I will. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So so you just go ahead and do that. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to make my way down. I'm going to look at Natalie, who will probably recognize exactly who is who is wearing that. And like, yeah, she she like sees you, and her eyes go wide, but she doesn't like say anything. She just like averts her gaze. And just uh, clearly is just trying to, like, pretend that she isn't seeing you in a disguise carrying a dead body. (laughs) (laughs) But it's in a body bag. It's fine. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah. (laughs) She knows what's in there. Oh, boy. Um, This is a... (laughs) I am going to uh, 
go to the morgue and ask someone to open the door for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. I thought you were taking it back to our room. No, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, there's just there's a there's a there's a concierge there who's like probably wearing like a, a white jacket as opposed to the sort of gray one the other ones wear. Who you would know is the person who does like the infirmary work, and they just very simply open the open the little cubby for you, and you're able to slide it in and then close it, and it's not a big deal. I'm going to hold back a shutter and uh, just like take a second to collect myself, which probably looks normal for anybody, <laughs> which is probably not an unprofessional behavior. And then uh, I guess I'm going to continue on my patrol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as I say, actually, you probably like take a second and shudder, and the and the and the person working the infirmary sort of reaches a hand out and grabs you on the shoulder, like, and we we all have our first time. It's all right. I nod curtly and then continue to go back to patrolling, and I'm gonna go back up to a major actually and see if there's anything else that I can find out. Like, yeah, um, any. So you go back. Like sculptures knocked over anything. <laughs> is are you sure this isn't like another tick? Yeah, that can be. We yeah, can, I think can, I, I was gonna say I, I believe we're next, sorry. I'm sorry, I got too yeah, into no, it. <laughs> no, you're you're good, you're good. Uh so yeah, I'm going to say that is a tick, and then I'm going to go ahead and did I already give you progress on the body? You gave us one. No, I gave it to you. I'm gonna go ahead and tick the body again. Okay. And that's gonna be two of four. Okay. Someone else so, go for now, I think. Well, or... well, I'll say, with that, it's the end of the first tick of time mm. on the second day. So, yay. Yay! Uh, time passes a little bit. It's still fairly early in the day. Um, for you, uh, Ira, like, the, since you're talking about going to observation, Temus is still, like, the body is gone now, but now he's actually, like, looking around the observation car with a little more detail, essentially. Um, but aside from that, it's pretty calm on the train for the most part. There's, for those of you in other cars, which I think at this point would just be Thalia and Blondie, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, like, you definitely would overhear some folks who are, like, passengers, like, either wherever they are, like, chattering about it in, like, kind of the rumor-mongery way, but no one's said anything of substance that you've heard, so. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Who wants to go first? Okay, so it feels like a, you know, not to slow things down too much, but it feels like a decent next step would be securing entry to the, either the either getting entry to the mail room and or get, regaining entry to the baggage area with the, um, where, where the corpse bag was. Mm -hmm. So you do actually, I believe, I have to double check, but I believe, yeah, the, you actually do have access to the baggage car. Right, because we have that. Because Flint was able to uh, basically bootleg one of your workshop keys into being a combination workshop baggage key. Mm -hmm. So you do have some way to go to the baggage car, if that's what you want to do. The postal car is going to be a little more difficult, obviously, because it's... Uh, a desperate area, very few people on board actually have access to that, and it's assumed that there's no reason passengers would be going inside it at all. Gotcha. Yeah, so we could 
go there and, you know, if we have the key, if, um, like, if Flint told Blondie, like, hey, there's this box or something that probably has a body in it, we should check it out. Blondie is, like, maybe now the sneakiest person here with, um, Mm -hmm. Arden off the team. Now that Arden's gone. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, terrifying. I mean, she was all... She was always chomping in my thunder. I know. Um, with the, with the murder. So it's only fair that I fight back. It's true that Arden was always, was always doing the murders too, huh? Um, so, um... Sometimes a family is just two murderers and they're sort of friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, so if I can get the key, then maybe I'm the person to sneak in the air and check that out. Sure. Yeah, as I say, there's, I'm sure you two can find a way to meet up and do that and hand off. But yeah. 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 So what are you doing in the package exactly? Um, I, I want to, um, well, I want, I want to check in on the bag that definitely has a body in it. One, see if it's still there. Hmm. And two, um, you know what? Why not look, take a peek inside? Okay. Um, Remind me, uh, before we do, Flint, when you were examining the the thing that had the body in it, were you able to actually open the suitcase? I don't believe so, right? No. I think you started and then, yeah, okay. He got... I was just reminding myself. Then Eckerd and I think Natalie showed up and I had to hide. I remember that No, it's uh, you. What you did, that was after they showed up and then they left and then you did that. Right. Um, yeah, okay. Okay. So, yeah, that's it. Um, so... Uh, you go into baggage. No one else there right now. Uh, okay. There's no security chime because it's daytime. Uh, and you're able to go over to kind of where Flint uh, would have been able to tell you it is. And you find the same suitcase he was trying to break into by all appearances. Okay, then. Um, well, then, might as well have a go at that. Um, I am I might as well uh, try... Um, let, let me just see. You could wreck it. I could wreck it. Um. <laughs> there, there is actually one thing that you notice about it, because mm-hmm. I'm going over what Flint could have told you about it in my head. Yeah. Um, he would have, he could have mentioned that he scuffed the lock on it. Mm. Yeah. Um, this one is identical to how he described, except that the lock appears to be in pristine shape. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Okay. Does, sorry, I, I might have zoned out a second ago there. Do, is there still a smell to it? Yeah. Is it still okay. heavy? It's, it's not like it is it's still heavy. It's not a particularly like uh strong smell, but it still has a smell. Wasn't it strong oh. the last time? It could well, be a residual corpse smell. Yeah. Mm. Um so hmm he is a little mm-hmm about this. Um What if I just did what Ira didn't have the guts to do oh, and God. just get, leave with it? Wow. Oh my god, just carry it back to our room? If you bring a corpse into our room, we'll be... Oh, we'll be extremely yeah. cross with you. <laughs> yeah, okay, so... But you I mean, could do it do if you it. want to. You could do it. You could do it, for sure. I, I give you permission going... to do that. I have a sick patient up here. You're trying to get my asthma everywhere? <laughs> Damn, I forgot about bad air. Um, <laughs> so what I'm going I keep to... taking the blood out of him, but he's not getting any better. <laughs> Why is our room filled with purple gas? <laughs> um, all so... of our dwarves are sick. 
Damn, the Dwarf Fortress jokes. We didn't get them out of our system. Oh, no. <laughs> I will never get Dwarf Fortress jokes out of my system. Anyway. Okay, so uh, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to do wreck, but not the sort of wreck he normally does. I'm going to tick tinkering tools to just get like a basically like a hammer and chisel more or less and i'm basically just going to try and like pry off the lock sure um so since you're using tools i'm gonna go ahead and say this is great effect um because of the car that you're in it's a risky action uh but yeah so it's gonna be a risky great risky great i got two of those dice i'm feeling good about that fingers crossed Three. Three and a one. <gasps> okay, well, both of those are failures unless you want to take a moment to relitigate that. Um, push it, there is a way to relieve stress. Yeah, I, I could push myself, but I also have a lot of stress right now, so I'm thinking, is there Yeah, but you also have an extra on? life, it's fine. <laughs> I want to save no, that from the physical death, not ego death. Um, <laughs> so, I've. So, is Very there good. a devil's bargain on the table? A devil's bargain on the table. Let me think. Yeah. You'll get another dice, but the situation becomes desperate. Yeah, that yeah. Good I'm good for that. I'm just gonna roll fortune. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, five. I, I I made it zero dice by accident, but the additional one will just will just. Yeah, as I say, that. I might. The way I've gone through this in the future is, I think it basically rules them in order because mm-hmm. it doesn't right, like yeah. it doesn't actually do them in value order. It does them yeah, randomly. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say the five is the one. So mixed success on a on a desperate great. Um, first off, obviously mark experience for that. Yay. Uh, so what happens here? First off, is that it's not too difficult for you to to pop into this thing. You know, you know that the alarm that like these that you've heard from Flint that there is some kind of like system in place, and with a little bit more carefulness and looking out for it, you're able to actually like disable that mechanism pretty cleanly and just pop the lock open on mm-hmm. this on the suitcase. Um, so what happens is. We're going to tick the body up as your reward. Okay, yeah. So the body is going to become three of four, and then baggage hunt, which is on the sun shard located, is also going to become three of four. Ooh. Um, you pop open the suitcase, and what surprises you is what's in it. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Because it's not a body. It's just some clothes. What? Yeah, okay. That... You don't, you don't recognize, like, what they are really like it just appears to be some you know workaday like kind of eel leather jacket of some kind uh mm. probably has some untoward looking stains or holes uh worn into it from frequent use which is not really what you'd expect from someone on this train yeah um but yeah aside from the 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 body smell uh nothing in here appears actually suspicious hmm. and that's when you hear the baggage car door open Okay, then. Blondie is going to um, disappear into a cranny. All right, you do so. And you recognize... Or actually, no, you don't recognize this person, uh, because only Flint recognizes Uh-oh. it. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. And a kind of uh, tall, tallish, horrid-looking uh, man who is bald and has some bad, gruff facial hair and looks untoward uh, goes over to 
uh, the open suitcase, and you hear him mutter under his breath, Oh, what the fuck? I'm, hmm, you know what? You know what? Uh You know Uh what? I'm going to make hay while the sun shines. I am going to pop out, and I'm going to do a silent, non-lethal takedown on him by grabbing him around the, like, then he's gonna, like, kind of slap in my arm a little bit, but I keep on holding down (laughs) hay. Um... (laughs) Do it. Do it. Absolutely. Um, oh. So this day, is going to be, to since this is, an, this is an ambush, it's going to be Prowl, and this is going to continue to be Desperate Great. Hell yeah. Desperate Great. Four? I got a four. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, okay, a, mi- a mixed success. Um, so you do this fucking like, solid way. snake maneuver, basically, <laughs> oh uh, where you rush up from behind him, Ooh. and then like you do specifically the fucking CQC thing where you kick him in the back of the legs and then like put him in a chokehold, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and he, what does he do? Well, he's gasping for breath and like just shouting obscenities with a strange accent. Um, That's my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to almost die and scream obscenities in a weird accent. I know. It's like, oh, Jesus, oh, fuck. He has, well, I guess he doesn't say Jesus, but I don't know. Maybe he does. <laughs> maybe maybe Jesus. Jesus is an obscure slang in in the setting. Sure, why not? Um, what happens for your mix here? Let me think. Um, oh, I know what happens. So you succeed very readily in putting him in this chokehold. He ineffectually tries to break free. Um, but he goes limp in your arms, uh, not dead, thankfully, but very thoroughly, uh, unconscious, at least for the moment. Um, what does happen though, is you remember, uh, the whole situation with this train and the fact that there's cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just sort of like, while you're holding him in your arms, you just sort of look over oh, no. one shoulder and just see a camera looking directly at you. Great. <laughs> so, what I'm going to do here, since this is desperate, and I think this is potentially fun, uh, you are now... Where did I put this clock? Blondie Suspicion clock is now at... Yeah, fuck it. You know what? Blondie Suspicion is at 404. Yeah. Ah. You get the sense that uh, that this might have... That you might have created a bad situation here. Um, and we're going to pause the time scale thing for a bit. Uh, okay. what exactly are you going to do now that you have well, knocked out this man? Oh, I know what you should Okay, oh, so... Okay. I... Hmm. So, on, to be perfectly honest, before I had... Com- before I had committed to, like, the video game joke, my thought had been, like, grabbing him to interrogate him, but I feel like if this had been the consequence anyway, uh, that would still... That would not be a good idea at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um... Hmm. I have an idea. I have an idea. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you sure. You could put him in the bag and take him back to our room. Fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think about how to get him back to the room, and I thought, oh, wait, there's a bag that's specifically for holding bodies. Sure, I shove him in there. <laughs> Obviously, it doesn't, like, lock properly, so he's got to hold it. He, like, tries and, like, fits the whole thing. Like, he's holding this thing in two arms, and he just fucking hustles. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually, I say, it's not as hard to get him in there as you think. He's like so pretty. Bring the, he's gonna bring the hostage and the cops directly back to us. He's he's pretty he's pretty skinny and his his joints are surprisingly flexible. <laughs> so he's actually you're actually able to to fit him in the suitcase pretty easily. And you know what? Like 
Levi does raise a good point, though. I'm going to take a quick evaluation of other places where I could do this. Mm. Um, <sighs> mm. There isn't anywhere that's terribly secret around here. That's the only problem. Yeah. Um, it's true. <laughs> okay. Um, hmm. Hmm. Uh, so we can sense... Hold on. We can sense that Blondie's in hot shit, right? Yeah. yeah you very much can. Okay. Um, I have a plan, then. Uh, the plan is that we need to disrupt the cameras on on C major basically our floor uh, oh, if we can temporarily yeah. disable if we can like you know um, just temporarily disable them he could make it back to our room and they won't know which like which room Blondie went into they just know that he's somewhere in C major and we might be able to like stall and buy time and lie and blah 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 okay so how are you going to do that um I still have one spirit bottle left, um, Ooh, and I okay. was wondering mm. if I could maybe, like, ghost away to disrupt the cameras to basically just kind of, like, have a ghost pass through the system um, in a way that would... Sure. Did you? Is it a specific ghost? Um... Do you have any engineers in there? Or... Say it is a, the, the spirit bottle is like a thing where you can be specific if you want to be. Because sure. I think you can actually just also summon ghosts if that's what you want right. to do. Um, I, think the, I think using the spirit bottle is a better idea just because I wouldn't have to do the attune roll for that. I can just do the attune roll mm-hmm. for the disrupting part, I think. Um, I think... Um, enemy without form is used for flowing around. Is Wait, was used to flowing around and disrupting things. You do not have enemy without form. He's not form. dead. We didn't get uh, him. What if you try oh, to forgot. get the ghost of the person that was on the rails? Well, you can't really do that. These you are things that you have. To... Their, their spirit got super, super. <laughs> what if it's yeah, mercy? <laughs> yeah. No, no, you don't have Mercy's ghost. I think Thalia gets to decide if Thalia has Mercy's ghost. Damn. But I don't really know how, I don't really, I, don't I, I, I personally, anyway. as the GM, don't know how the, how uh, she specifically would help you unless it's just uh, something that you decide just to use her for. Um, it's, it's, it is a, just former train staff because you know what? I bet a lot of people have died working on those. This is, you know, like the 1800s. There was no such thing as workman's comp. Yeah. People probably died all the time working on this train. Yeah, you would know from Natalie uh, that people who work in the Ministry of Transportation sometimes just get disappeared. Yeah. So it's by their bosses. <laughs> so it's one of those just to make it easy. And uh, cool. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll. I'm out of. And, you, and what and what command do you give? Um, it's specifically to disrupt, to basically like, um, like pass through. I I can only imagine this idea of like a ghost, like actually physically walking through, um, like, or passing through like the wiring stuff of this train to essentially just short out the cameras for a very brief window of time to, like, fill them with sure. static. You know what I mean? Can you give me a fortune roll? Yeah. I'm nervous. Just one I'm to nervous six. to give you a fortune roll, but I can give you a fortune <laughs> roll. This isn't exactly a full move roll. I just want to know. Five? Five, okay. Ooh. Is that good? So, you you do this. Okay. You release this ghost and, and tell it to disrupt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blondie, what are you up to? Um, Blondie is hustling towards his destination and hoping that his friends 
are picking up how incredibly panicked he is. <laughs> okay. Um, so you're moving through the workshop car right now. Uh, mm-hmm. You make your way out to the office. You hear, like, a uh, uh, unfamiliar voice swearing in one of the uh, the offices. Yes. Mm, okay. Because um, one of the offices has the cameras in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, that's, you look uh, up at the cameras, and you can actually see there's these apertures on them, like a, you know, like ooh. our cameras, and they're, like, like twitching in an oh. uncomfortable way. Okay, then. Oh, yeah, well, then no. he's going to take that as a good sign, and he's just, he's going to make a <laughs> beeline for our place. Yeah, and you're able to get up there without uh, running into whoever uh, was presumably coming for you, which, uh, in game terms, you are still... Uh, your figure is still one that has suspicion associated with it, but you are able to get back to safety and not uh, be seen this time. And they don't necessarily okay. know where to look for you either. Okay, cool. So, um, now I'm assuming that this means that Thalia is in the room? She's the one who's in the yeah, room? Yeah, uh, well, Thalia went back to the room. Sure. Okay, yeah. And so she's like, um, so he arrives here and like, okay, I've got a guy in here. What did you do? <laughs> An alive, he, well, he, I, okay, so there was nobody in there, it was just clothes, the guy showed up, he obviously knew, this guy knows what's going on, I think, he knows something, I don't know, it was in the heat of the moment, I kind of got caught up in myself, now that I think about it, it was kind of <laughs> dumb. <laughs> oh, Blondie, you bimbo. <laughs> hey, Flint, are you still here? Yeah, why not? <laughs> that was not in Did character, just... unless you insist. <laughs> was that in character? <laughs> well, so you, 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 you do notice he is uh, carrying uh, the suitcase that you uh, oh. that you were trying to break into last night. <laughs> oh, you got corpse case? Why is it moving? Because uh, um, there is corpse stealer in it. What? <laughs> I'm just going to set it down and... Um, <laughs> This also feels like a fun place to transition from my tick to uh, like Flint's tick. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, like, yeah, I think I, I I think that is correct. <laughs> so, uh, Flint, because we're going to be moving to you. Uh, actually, first off, let me just keep in mind. Okay, Thalia and Ira haven't gone yet, right? No, but I'm here uh, in the room with. Okay, them. Just, so, yeah, just just thinking about it. Just wanted to keep myself yeah. straight. So, uh, uh. Flint, uh, Blondie sets his case down and opens it, and the, uh... And Flint immediately spits in his eyes, so that he doesn't yeah. see any of us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, because oh, you right. can. Yeah, Flint, yes. you, have, you have to push, you, you do have to push yourself to do that. Oh, Fine. that's so Thank cool. Thank you. Yeah, okay, okay, so Flint... Uh, so the, the gangly, poorly dressed... The gangly, poorly dressed figure of Eckerd, uh, tumbles out of the case. Oh, it is and, Eckerd, okay. Uh-huh. And well, uh, I guess uh, I, don't, I guess I don't have to do that then. But you know what? Fuck it. I already said I was willing to. Yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just do it. More confusion. Um, so he kind of sprawls out and just ow, ow, and then you spray eye blind poison in his face. Like, oh Jesus! Oh fuck! Oh, <laughs> he's like fucking oh, Eckhart, Dennis Nedry. <laughs> oh, Eckhart, it's just you. <laughs> what? Are you, what the, is that? Ah, shit! Oh god, this stings. Ah, oh, fuck! We should probably tie oh. him up. Yeah. You know, this is good. I was looking for him anyway. What? <laughs> Saves me some, that's what I was going to spend my next tick on, is try to find out Eckerd so I could ask him what the fuck is going on. Thank you, Bonnie. Well, here he is. is just like, is that, it, fuck, is that you, Flint? Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. Small world, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> God, okay, look, I'll be real. Are, are you gonna, like, are you, are you gonna, like, kill me or something? Or Oh, oh no, the spirit warden on train. <sighs> and he, like, and he just, he, he stops, like, squirming and just sort of lays there with his eyes shut. He's like, okay, what's up? Okay, uh, first question, why you bring corpse on the train? I, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Um, you know, the bag you were stuffed in, full of corpse smell clothes, uh, people found corpse this morning, thrown off of side of train. That's just how I smell, man. You don't have to rub it in. <laughs> so, you were just storing your clothes, and they, they just stink, that is your story? <laughs> Yeah, he, he says after a delay, clearly unsure of himself. <laughs> oh, okay. I love All this. Right. Oh my god. Do you know anything about corpse discovered this morning, thrown off of side of train? At this point, while we continue down this thing of thing, I'm going to have you roll command. Yeah. Oh, I'm because not what you're doing that. is inter. I say what you're doing is an interrogation. So yeah, um, I'm not good at that, and I'm extremely stressed out. Can so Blondie we'll assist? And what I will say is, uh, if Blondie was going to... Mm, yeah, I could allow it. I could allow okay, that. Then what if Blondie were to assist by just um, placing a hand on this guy's shoulder? <laughs> a giant hand. Sure, okay. Uh, with a very since, strong grip. So, what's the rules for assist Hold again? On, like, Lord, yeah. yeah, okay, so this is not a there, there's, like, fucking five different teamwork mm. mechanics in this yeah, fucking game, on, so it's hard to keep them straight. <laughs> okay, assist. Um, Take one stress and give them plus one D to their roll. I'm good oh. for that. Cool. What? Red. So, that would mean I don't have to roll two, take the lower, I can just roll Yeah, one. no, you would just roll your one. That works for me. Okay. And this is going to be, uh, obviously I'm going to go ahead and say this is... Actually, mm, Hmm. I'm trying to think of circumstance here. Uh, the effect is going to be standard. The circumstance here is going to be... I'm going to say it's going to be risky. Okay. Risky there's a lot of there's a lot of different, different things in play, and I think it balances out somewhere around risky. Okay, so... Come on. Wait. Oh, okay. Um, it still did the zero dice... Oh, because I hit command. I didn't add the yeah, bonus die. But if it do you would to do have... it again, or do we just take the one there? Just roll me fortune. Because I, I don't want you to have to necessarily take the one, but you are okay. do have 50-50 odds of rolling a one mm. again, so. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! I was just destined to roll this one. I'm going to keep rolling ones until I accept it. Alright. Um, yeah. um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay. So on your risky standard failure, uh, so you're kind of grilling him, and he's being very tight-lipped about it. Yeah. Um, so he doesn't... So first off, you definitely don't get anything useful out of him through this interrogation. And what I think happens is, like, is at some point he's like, look, you let me go. And I'll just pretend this didn't fucking happen, and that your fucking big bruiser pal wasn't going through my shit. And we can just call this call this even Stevens, all right? Because otherwise, I I'm I'm gonna make sh I'm gonna. Yeah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> you, you will what? You understand you're in a car with three of us, right? And we could just like. You understand you're in a train with a dozen armed troops, right? You know what they do with crooks like y'all? 
They throw you overboard mm-hmm. if they don't shoot you first. Oh, is that what happened? Well, um, shit. Mm-hmm. Out of character, what do y'all think? I don't know. Um, put him back in the bag. Yeah. In the box. <laughs> yeah, put keeping, him back in the bag, frankly. We're keeping this horrible oh. man. Yeah, I was, I was never much for interrogation. Are you are Don't you worry. going to put him back At in the box? At some point, after he's had some time to think about it, Ira will come and charm the pants off of him. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, he'll be real Don't, to don't that. I say, you don't charm what? the pants off of him in the shared no, no, in the not shared that. bedroom. Not place. actually. I mean, like, like, listen. Even Ira, Ira has, has a good standards. track record on this. Ira has a good track record on this specific maneuver it's of true. us kidnapping someone and failing to intimidate them, and then they actually charm them. So this could you work. Know, Alright, fine, yeah. <laughs> so you Are you putting find- him back in the yeah, case? Yeah, we have to gag him, though, because otherwise he'll just start screaming. <laughs> cool. Um, you, you wrap something around his mouth, like, oh, and you see your muffled, oh, fuck, no, don't, and then you stuff him back in the suitcase and close it, and you just, oh. it just rattles a bit on the floor, and you hear, like, muffled swearing. Oh, I swear, one step forward, two steps back. Ro- Ros- you hear, Rosalind you, ac- you actually hear like, him. What's going on, sweetie? <laughs> <laughs> Rosalind has Rosalind had like Rosalind has been like you know in and out usually but he is like just completely yeah I do I was thinking it would be really funny if that was what he woke up to (laughs) yeah um but yeah so you actually hear him try to scream but through the gag and then also the suitcase like it's relatively quiet even in here so you just I'm sure he's getting air right poke some Uh, balls in the lid I mean, it's probably it, it, the suitcase is a little too sturdy for that, but like, I don't know, he's oh, probably yeah. he's okay. Probably fine. It was just a gag. I mean, we all, we all got a gap for him to breathe through <laughs> yeah. something. Leave it. He, he had, leave it unzipped like one inch. Yeah. There you go. God. He's fine. It'll be fine. Um, It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, so Thalia and Ira, both of you still have actions this turn. Thalia is just sitting on the bed next to Rosalind, like. It's, it's 10 a.m. <laughs> it's 10 a.m. How did you already manage to do this? <laughs> um, I'm a, I am productive. No, I, I did a Russian I accent there for You're some hanging reason. out with Flint too much is the problem. Yeah. You're starting to pick up on the way he talks. Um, jeez. Uh, Vasily gave you a copy of Das Kapital. <laughs> Uh, and he was like, what's all this shit about, like, yards of fabric and jackets? This is not, no. I'm not gonna bother with oh this. Oh god. Uh, I don't even know what- If I want to read a description of someone living in an industrial economy in squalor, I'd go outside. Hey! hey. <laughs> hey. Blondie is praxis-proof. Anyway. <laughs> um- I don't know. Ira, what are you doing? I gotta think. This okay, is Okay, yeah. Lot. So I'm gonna continue to consort as a as a person and I am getting like as people have seen me a couple of times, I'm getting a little bit braver and one of the things that I'm gonna do is I'm gonna like uh get like I don't know what a like a like a canned black coffee, two of them, and like walk up to uh one of the guards and like offer it to them. Like one of the guards that's just like standing still, uh, and just be- there's really only one, and it's the one who's at uh, yeah yeah the, okay. Uh, so the I'm elevator. going I'm going to be brave. <laughs> I'm rude now, <laughs> and 
go up to uh, up to him and be like, it, like, damn, what a day, huh? Uh, the guard takes it and is holding, and it's like, and is sort of looking at you. Mm-hmm. Can I can I roll to consort, please? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> You should do that. Um, this is going to be... Uh, because of the situation you've made for yourself, I'm going to go ahead and say... Uh, no, I'm not going to call it desperate. I am, however, going to call it risky. Uh, uh, just to be just to be uh, playing the game good, um, can I try to do it on a sway side of things? It's because I am uh, using charm and Yeah, that disguise. would be more... The sway would, sway would be more appropriate. Okay, yes. yeah. So you're doing a sway. It is going to still be risky. Risky. Uh, yeah, and the effect is shucks. Um, I'll say that because you're uh, hmm, trying to decide if the, this could. I'm trying to decide most mostly if this is going to be uh standard or limited. I'm inclined to say. Well, you tell me. What are you exactly trying to ask him about, or to I'm just, do? I'm just honestly. I will see if like he has any like guard gossip, <clears throat> or um, like any thoughts on that, or just in general. I'm trying to convince him that I am a fellow guard, mostly, and that so that later when I come to uh, pick up his shift, <clears throat> he will believe me. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and call this risky standard. Okay. No bonus dice, unless I push myself. I might push myself. I have a, a clean straight a slate of stress, but we'll see. Okay, I've got a four. Do I want to push myself and do that again? Do another one to possibly get more I, of a success? I, I personally... As is, you have a one in six odds mm-hmm. of getting a better tier of success. Okay. Yeah. I'd go with it. Yeah, I'd accept it. Okay. Alright, I will take the four. Okay. So, a mixed success. So the guard looks at you suspiciously for a moment, and then uh, clearly is too into the concept of having an ice cold... Uh, I think it's literally like boss coffee, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, like, the... The the face on the front is probably different, but it's the same kind of vibe. Excellent. And he, uh, you see him kind of like pull the balaclava down a bit to drink it, and he's just a sort of a fairly average-looking kind of sharp-featured acrosy guy, uh, dark hair, uh, strong nose, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Let me think. So I think I'm also going to pull my balaclava down and drink it also. As a way of being like, look, I have nothing to hide, not even my mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, so, you, uh, what do you talk about specifically? Like, I know your goal, but, yeah, like, do you talk about anything specific or you just make talk about, like, the day, like, the fact that there's a body and stuff like that. And also, like, I, I will be a little bit genuine about, like, that was my first time moving a body. Usually other people do that. And that was that was rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet he he says mm-hmm. he's like you know you said your your <clears throat> next shift right is what you said. Mm-hmm. He says that's what he's asking you. Yeah. He's like oh well I mean 
You do seem pretty green, so I'm just going to let you know you really shouldn't be wearing your uniform off shift. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah, they don't... Because people get this... I, I haven't seen it happen personally, but the, the brass has this concern of people trying to, like parade around in fake uniforms and stuff and act like it helps if there's think about that yeah so they they like they like if there's a, a few less boots on the ground so to speak so you should uh get back up to the get back up to the bullpen at some point and uh switch out of those thank you cheers mate and i'm going to oh, clink get... my what what do you think what do you think sarah do you think you could get like a pass into the bullpen I think I could just walk in, and they would expect me there. Uh, you would have a reason not to think that. Okay. Which is that the elevator to the bullpen also has a punch yeah. slot. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's too. Maybe that's too risky to ask. Yeah. Maybe. What if I? <clears throat> but I have uh, convinced him that I am a newbie. He thinks you're green at the very least. He he also like you can tell looking at him, like looking at his eyes, he doesn't recognize you, but he's also or like think that he recognizes you or anything like that. But this is also someone who doesn't necessarily think that's weird. You could probably guess that the shift for this is like because the the train is like a one is like a back and forth once a month, that the shifts for this are probably not super consistent. Okay, cool. Um uh, Vis-a-vis who's actually on board the train, that is. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Let's see. Okay. Do you guys think I should say, oh, fuck, I forgot my pass to him? <laughs> Do you guys think I'm going to ask for your advice? That's pretty risky. Do you have any stress left? Or? I have tons of stress yeah. left. I can yeah. take all the stress I need. And I would say that it's like risky, but also I don't want to be a hypocrite, and I just made yeah. one of those <laughs> And also, like moves. my trauma is reckless, so I am reckless yeah. and right I mean, now. you're I, you're reckless now. I say I say I do it. I, okay, so I don't think he'd have an I don't think he'd have an extra to give you though. He'd need his. Yeah. No, so here's what I'm going to say. Ah, shit. I think I left mine on my bunk. Uh, Dude. Fuck. I can can pass it to you on the way way back. Could I possibly borrow yours? Just so that I can... (laughs) I'll get out, and then I'll pass. You'll see me. (laughs) Um... I can roll a sway if you want me to. What I'm going to have you do... Mm -hmm. Is you are also going to roll me one fortune yes. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> boy. Just one. Just one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> A five. A five. Uh, what he says is uh. Let me think here. He's he very clearly like is like, fuck. Uh, yeah, and he's like, after a bit, he's like, okay, uh, shit. Yeah, but you need to get this back to me before my sh- before my shift's up, okay? Heard. Don't make me regret this. And he he gets a uh, punch card out of uh, one of his pockets. Thank you so much. That is, it looks different than the other ones you've gotten. Mm-hmm. It's a different. It's it the other. I think the other ones are actually yellow, and this one is red. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has some different holes punched into it. Okay. But he's like, he's like, look, really though, like I am 
you and me both are in deep shit if you don't get this back to me, like, soon. So just, like, don't make me look dumb, okay? Understood. Yes, sir. And clink. I'm gonna clink my can of coffee, boss coffee, with his. (laughs) And, like, go off towards the bullpen. Uh, I'm actually gonna go to the bullpen with this, but yeah. Pulling the... Yeah, we can... Or you can bring it to me and I can see if I can make copies. I was gonna say... Oh, sorry. No, 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 it's totally fine. We just had the same idea. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we can, we can get, we can figure out what you're going to do on the next tick, tick of, time. of time. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, last but right not least is, yeah, last but not least on this turn is Thalia. Uh, I know exactly what I'm going to do. Um, just need to make sure I'm reading it right. I'm going to tune, um, because I want to see if I can, now that we like for sure have a dead body, um, I want to see if I can feel out, like, where the dead body came from, if that makes sense. The idea mm, of, sure. like, if somebody was murdered on this train, then Thalia would absolutely be able to sense out where, like, where that death occurred. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Go for it. I believe the tune roll is just written in the move, right? Yeah, it's just a tune. Um, yeah. So what is that? Controlled, Controlled standard, standard, yeah. Okay. I have no stress to spare. Five. A five and a two. <clears throat> or I guess really just a five is really the important one. Um, Let me think here. So you, and this is presumably while the interrogation is happening also, yeah. which is very fun. Uh, so you're uh, sitting on the side of the bed with Rosalind, just trying to think. You have the, despite the fact that your whole nose still kind of smells like saline, basically, uh, you you are able to still kind of get the smell of death from, uh, from Eckerd, who is, you know, being interrogated presently. And just trying to focus on the feeling of death mm-hmm. and the ring and the like the imprint it leaves in in the magical field, especially in this train, where the death within this train is so isolated from the outside ambient world. And you have this sense for a moment. You have the you have a vision almost like not exactly a vision. It's it's like shadow puppets, almost. You can just see vague shapes, figures. And you see uh, the figure of someone who's uh, stood over the railing, uh, kind of silhouetted by the uh, dark, but still not like pitch black sky of the of the night. And standing over the railing uh, appears to be smoking a cigarette, perhaps. Uh, but it's you can't tell exactly. And you see, uh, from sort of your periphery, almost, uh, an indistinct figure uh, reach for him, take something from the figure, and then push the figure over the side. Oh, fuck. I need to check on Doll. (laughs) Doll smokes cigarettes. Oh my god. (laughs) And that's the vision that you see. Okay. And with that, 
That's our second tick of time. Yay! Dunzo. Uh, I'm going to push for one more just to keep this a cool, big, long episode. And also because we need to... <laughs> uh, we're, we're at risk of this becoming a project all on its own because of <laughs> my... Uh, I did not expect how long the... I, I did not expect how long these clocks were going to take, frankly. <laughs> but I figure we may as well just work right. with it. Uh, so yeah, it is now the third tick of time. Uh, still earlier half of the day. Uh, not The guard hasn't shifted yet, uh, but it will after the next tick. So, okay. Who's doing what? Uh, I have a straightforward plan again. Sure, let's and go for it. That is, Blondie is going to, um, like, just, he is going to lay low in the room and in the process recover a little stress. Sure. You're just going to do the, uh, what's it called? The uh, decompress action? Yeah, he's just going to do that. Cool. You decompress, recover one yeah. stress. And if there needs to be anything about, like, oh, what's he doing? He's probably just. I guess just taking a nap, honestly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's reasonable. You uh, you you're able to get it. Uh, <laughs> Eckerd has at this point kind of uh stopped making a fuss, <laughs> and uh, you're able to get a nap in. Okay. Cool. Who's next? Um, whoever. I, I have a thing that I want to do, but whoever, if anybody else wants to go. No, go ahead. Okay. So, uh, I am going to, uh, so I was heading to the bullpen, and I still kind of want to go to the bullpen, but now I'm suddenly worried about Doll more, and, uh... <laughs> well, you don't have access to that information. Yeah, right? I, um, you no, can... I don't have access. Okay, so... <sighs> Uh, I say the the degree to which of information you have is like very vague communications of general feelings. I don't really know if you would have been able to get that the there was a si ex silhouette with a cigarette. Okay, all yeah. right. So I guess I'm going to go into the bullpen. Um, gonna go to the bullpen and see what's there. And eventually, I'm gonna change. I'm going to make my way to C major, change out of disguise, and give guy yeah. the card just to keep everything there well i'm gonna give flint the well okay so i have two options i can well, go to c major and give flint the card see if flint can make a copy uh take off disguise so that i can meet e minor guy before uh well here's a problem yeah so here's a problem first is you have one more tick of time before the guard shifts mm -hmm. and so you're not going to be able to do both of those things the other thing is that you just got this card from dude in E minor, and the only way to get the card to C major is going to be to go the opposite way of the bullpen. Oh, yeah. Okay, you better do uh, the bullpen, then. Okay. All right. You could you can't just take it and walk off in the other direction. <laughs> I say, you, you could presumably, if not to guide your hand, you could probably try and convey some sort of desire for Flint to show up in the workshop at some point, mm -hmm. but oh, there's not good. necessarily a, like, that might be the time spent doing that would probably be at the exception of actually going up to the bullpen. Okay. What do you think, Flint? Do you want to make a copy of this card so that we can go later, or do you want me to go now? Uh, well, we don't. Because we can work meet in the workshop. Be... That would take your take of time too, though. I think, right? Was that what you were Maybe. saying? Um, that's fine. But mm -hmm. basically, I'm not sure. We don't know what's in the bullpen that we want, even. Other than look around, so it's probably easiest if you just go look around. Okay. 
All right, so I'm going to go Because then up. we'd have to sneak back in later with the card. Mm-hmm. Once, if we do make a copy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or I could see if I could palm somebody else's card on Oh, yeah, that's out. not a bad idea. Um, so I'm going to go up into the bullpen. Okay. You go into the workshop, and then you go to the elevator up in the corner, and you put in the soldier card. And after a moment, there's a little ding, and the elevator starts to go up. And now, you are in the bullpen. So, when you uh, come into the bullpen, it's another, I mean, it's a full train, the same size as the uh, the other cars. Uh, what you see immediately in front of you is there appears to be an exit port that you would assume is actually specifically for the off-duty rail bulls to be able to get out into the outside of the train. Mm. And so they can get to where they need to go without actually trucking around through the main cars. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that, you look in, you see kind of like a, a squarish sort of like locker room area almost. Like there's a bunch of like lockers around it. And then past that, there appears to be some bunks and then some just sort of like tables and then a, a communal ba- like a communal bathroom slash shower situation over at the back of the car. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, you just like no one seems to really pay any mind to you having come up uh there's just some people over on the other side of the car and their bunks are at the table still chatting there's some usual looking folks i guess i mostly mostly accuracy i would say yeah. not a whole lot of uh, non-accuracy just because of everything but yeah could we say like there's a group of uh troops maybe playing cards of some sort yeah there's, there's some people playing yeah cards. okay so i'm gonna sit down at the table be like deal me in and uh, just kind of listen to what they're talking about uh, and maybe, like, gently try to steer the conversation to, like, um, like work-related things uh, for them. So, like... Okay. How about that corpse? <laughs> yeah, things like that. Or, or, like, or, or, like, see if, like, they are also looking for the sun shard mm-hmm. somehow. Like, things like that. See what comes up in conversation. Okay, so, um, I'm going to say this this way again. Mm-hmm. Um, because you are reckless and you are basically walking as much into the lion's mouth as is Yeah, I have a fake possible. gun and I'm very afraid about that. <laughs> yeah, and you're walking, so and you're walking right now. In basic, basically inserting yourself into a social group that you do not know at all and who don't necessarily have a reason not to recognize you, but like, you know... Uh, this is definitely going to be desperate, uh-huh. for sure. And I'm going to say, uh, just because being uh, maneuvering conversations is kind of your whole thing, that's standard. Okay, okay, okay. You're not really uh, as... Actually, wait, no. I am going to call this great because you have a... Your family has a soldier background. Okay. So oh. you would actually have an attunement to uh, the kinds of stuff they're talking like about for the talk, most part. Like yeah, you probably know how to talk of soldiers. So actually, I will go ahead and call What's this What's the ten for today, fellas? <laughs> Hello, <laughs> troops. Hello, fellow just, troops. That just makes you sound like a trucker. <laughs> <laughs> I ride yeah, so, in riding with death. So go ahead and give me sway, desperate. Okay, crit. cool. Uh, if this is ah, oh, I got a six. <laughs> there is nice. a full success in there. Congratulations. So. What exact like what specifically are you trying to zone in on? Oh, okay. So I'll say like you because you uh like there's some chatter you know you're playing games with them but like the way this kind of works is that you have to kind of like 
find a good place to slide in, get what you need, and then slide out if you want to have do this without drawing suspicion. Yeah, just like kind of. So like, like you can work in, you can work in like conversation started and then listen to the conversation. Yeah, so you can work in like one of those before it's like, oh hey, you're obviously just trying to gather information. That's kind of weird, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so yeah, what are you specifically going to try and ask about? Well, I actually, since the postmaster doesn't have any other leads on the body, I'm thinking that I might, what do you guys think about me just trying to see if they are also looking for the sun shard? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. So I'm going to, like, be like, damn, I've been looking for it all over and I don't know where we can find it. We can find it. This feels like a wild goose chase without really mentioning what it is but with enough confidence that anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, there's a, there's a moment where they, they're like conversation kind of pauses a little bit. And one of them's like, you mean, you mean like the, the killer, right? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Like, or even just like the person that was killed. Yeah, man. I don't know. We haven't, I, and one of them's like, yeah, I've been following up with those, or, or actually no, because they're all off duty still. One of them's like, yeah, I actually heard from uh from uh Jareth, uh who's who who took a break in here real quick. He's still on shift, but you know it's patrol, so mm. whatever. But he he actually told me they he'd been looking around trying to ask about any missing persons and keep up with who's gone. They can't figure out who the hell it is. Damn. Uh. Oh gosh! Oh man! This means that they're not and then, looking. I, I say, and, and another one's, and another one's like, uh, I mean, that's kind of figuring out who did this Tamis's thing anyway. We've done our part. And the other guy responds again, like, Yeah, yeah. I just, I would hate to to have my body found like that and for no one to know who I was, you know? Yeah, real, real shame. Okay, so they are as lost as we are. Great. <laughs> and they're not looking, they don't pick up. They're the, not looking for the, the sun, sun chart. Yeah. Yeah, not at least as far as you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I should give you something for all the shit that's been happening. Just, I, I just three city sh- clocks since they're important. I should. Um, mark so we're going to say. Mark a playboy of my advancement for that one, right? Because it was desperate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you, uh, I thought you meant like an entire advancement. No, 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 I meant uh, the yeah, mark, mark your experience. <laughs> yeah, mark your experience. That was with Sway, so mark resolve. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I'll say is retroactively. Uh, because, well, it's part, partially retroactively. First, uh, the baggage hunt from the earlier stuff is at four of four now. So we're gonna say Sunshard located is at two of six. Cause you went through the, the luggage you're specifically trying to find and it, nothing interesting was in there, which is itself a thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna bump, let's see, gonna bump train recon from three to mm-hmm. five. So that's almost done. And then. Yeah, let's start. Hmm. I feel like we should start a new clock. But the question is what? Because mm. I don't think this resolves the body clock. Because there's something else you could yeah, probably figure out Yeah, this doesn't really that. do that. I guess it would be like it could be something to do with the the other parties on the train also trying to solve this mystery. 
Yeah, so let's go ahead and say uh, we're going to not put this specifically under Sunshard or Adelaide right now. And we're just going to call this... Uh, we're going to go ahead and call this Inside Job. Because you're disguising yourself mm -hmm. uh, right now and it seems appropriate. And we're going to go ahead and call that Two of Six. I'm really worried about my boyfriend. So yeah, you're about a third of you're about a third of the way through your clocks on the other ones, and you have still some project clocks that are not quite done but almost mm -hmm. there. Yeah. And so yeah, um are you going to go ahead and spend the rest of your of this block of time in here or what? No. Uh I'm gonna like Hmm. So I know I have this disguise on. Could I possibly also have my my normal, uh, like, somewhat normal clothes there? Or would I be able to find them? You could, I mean, you could say you're wearing at least some of your normal clothes under the disguise. Yeah. Like, you know, a, a shirt, maybe some pants, whatever. You know, actually... Double, double layering it kind of weirdly, but, like, if you were prepared for this, you could have easily yeah. thought ahead to have done that. I'm just thinking because I need to, one, give the guy that the card back and then two also be there to take his shift i mean theoretically like realistically someone else is going to come for that mm -hmm. shift that's true which is uh, which to be fair is a weird look considering you probably don't resemble that person at all <laughs> but uh what he doesn't know won't kill him mm -hmm. <laughs> though he will probably be very upset if he doesn't have access to his car yeah and no might, i uh, try and find that number one is the most important thing he needs to get his card back. You could try to find another card in yeah, here. Yeah, okay. I think I might, like, get changed and while changing, like, maybe, like, go through the pockets of some other people's jackets and see if I can find a card if I get lucky. Yeah, sure. Um, Let's call this fortune again. Okay. Just one. Okay. Because I'm thinking of this as, like, sort of a pilfer action, which is yeah. just fortune anyway, so... Three. A three. Um, you... What I'll say is you don't find any that are clearly, like, someone wouldn't miss this. Like, all the ones that you were able to see are kind of hanging up in places where it's like, this is something that someone is going to grab and they're going to notice very quickly if it's gone. Mm -hmm. Um, what I will say, though, is you do notice that they all have the same pattern on them. Hmm. Okay, so what I might do then... Flint, you just need the pattern, right? You can you can recreate it from that. Yeah, it's a punch card. I just need to know what holes to punch. Okay, I'm going to take one of the punch cards. It's a little more complicated than that, but yeah. that's essentially the I'm case. I'm going to take one of the... Oh, oh, the pun one of the cards, and I'm going to make a rubbing on it on a piece of paper, Ooh. so that we have exactly where the holes or the bumps are. Sure, I think I think it's something you can skirt pretty yeah. quickly because your I say your playbook is someone who is supposed to be like by default kind of a con artist anyway. Mm -hmm. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that that works. I think you can do that, and then. Uh, presumably leave and go give the guy his thing back. Yeah, I'm gonna give the guy the, his thing back and make my way to, I think, uh, C major, because I have to go 
get back into uniform and maybe take that shift. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, yeah, you'll see. Um, so we can go ahead and say that's yours. Mm-hmm. Um, Blondie, you did your thing. We still have Flint and Falia, correct? Yep. Uh, Flint did the questioning. No, that was last. That, that was, was last, last turn. turn. Oh Jesus! Yeah. All right, yeah, this is a whole third thing. tick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. We're almost there. <laughs> um. Dang, I really want to get... Also, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to start you a clock for troop key and give you two of six on that. I really want to get to that body because I feel like if I could get, like, magic hands on it, I could maybe figure out who it is. You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, you're friends with the concierge that works right next to it. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. Um... Because I can ask Natalie to do small things for me, and I think I could maybe ask Natalie to um, have the the doctor in the infirmary be um, busy, you know? Just keep them occupied for a little while. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I think that's reasonable. So you go back down to Natalie, and you ask her to do the thing, and she's like, yeah, okay, I can... Uh, she thinks for a moment, like, I can probably buy you, like, a minute or two. That's all I need. You just have to, you just have to, you know, be, you, I think this is probably happening in Taiki, mm-hmm. right? She's like, you, she's like, you just have to, I'm going to act like, uh, you, you need to, like, make yourself scarce for a moment, and you can probably tell when it'll be good to go, sure. okay? It's perfect. I only need a few seconds. Cool. Yeah. And so she uh, kind of gives you a. She's like, "All right, well, thank thank you very much. You have a. Uh, I hope you enjoy your trip." Like as though she's talking to you uh, about something completely mm-hmm. unrelated. And she uh, actually, you know, can you um, roll me a sway real quick? Oh, actually, man. this isn't going to affect her doing it, but I I want I to see something. I have nothing in sway and only three stress to work with. Wow. Let's roll me fortune. Okay. I'm going to say this is a supplementary thing to your actual action, so it's really okay. fortunate. Two? Okay, a two. So, I think what happens is, then... Uh, so, Natalie goes to actually talk to the, uh... Uh... The... In, the intern... The, uh... Infirmary kind of concierge about something. You can't quite make out what... The, the fact what they're talking about, but they are talk like she's not like making any gestures at you or anything. She's just engaging the medic in a conversation, sure. and the medic is like they don't appear to be like completely unaware or anything. But if you're crafty, you might be able to sneak something by mm-hmm. them. Um. So yeah, what are you gonna do? Uh, the medic is distracted right. I want to try and sneak into the infirmary and actually try to get to the body. Because I feel like I can maybe fill out that body identified clock if I can get my hands on it. Sure, so you're going to try and sneak into the infirmary mm-hmm. itself? Okay, uh, give me a pro. Oh, uh, and that's going to be a controlled standard. Ooh, I'm really considering pushing myself. How much stress are you at? I have... I've got three to work with. Okay, that's doable. <laughs> um, What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm only, 
it is controlled, so it's I mean, it's not as though you're gonna something terrible is going to happen, but yeah. you would be leaving yourself with only one stress to work yeah, with. Yeah, I think I'm going to I'm gonna do this and then maybe devil's maybe devil's bargain if Saturn's willing to you know. We'll Four. See. Never mind. <laughs> All okay. Right. Good enough. Good enough. So you get in. Um what I'll say is very quickly here. You know right away, like you get the feeling, you have a very limited amount of time to work with. So whatever you're going to do, you need to sure. make it fast. Um, just get... To- you probably won't have... You are not going to have time to do anything too complicated, is what I'll say. Uh, that's totally fine. I am going to get to the body and unzip it and make a face at how completely charred it is. Oh, God. Um, I know it's... I'm sure that its ghost got fried, but I'm going to hope there is still some kind of residual essence essence phantasmal identity still clinging to like its bones somewhere down in its dna uh so we're gonna do a tune yep we're gonna do a tune we're going to say this is now risky standard Why were you hoping for desperate? Just curious. Experienced. <laughs> it oh, well. Let me ask. Uh, you know. Uh, here, let's call it devil's bargain. You can make the situation desperate, and I'll give you an extra dice. Okay. It's just that if if you fa- if you face consequences, they will potentially be bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do are it. You really close to leveling or something? No, not really. Good? I just. I mean, uh, I've got. I would. That would get me to three out of six, and it's just you know, it'd be nice. Ah, uh, this is our. This is the last heist. I don't know if we have much more leveling to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, we'll just do two. I mean, well, I mean, hey, if you get... Here's what I'll say as far as GM goes. If you get your experience tracks leveled, like, you can still get the benefits of it vis-a-vis boosting a stat or getting a new move. It's not necessarily... That stuff isn't necessarily calculated at the end. Yeah. But up to you. I'm just gonna do the two. We'll see. That seems wise. So it's going to be... Con- uh, oh, risky never mind. Scenario. I should have done do that second three. dice. Do, do, the, do the devil's bargain well, now. <laughs> if you would like, you can make it desperate and take an extra dice. Or you can just spend stress. Or both. <gasps> Wait, you can get two extra dice? Um, I'll say in this instance, sure. Ooh. And the thing is, like, I can't usually offer like the devil's bargain. Something I have to kind of come up with on the fly. So it's like I'm not, I don't offer it very often. But this is just something where it's pretty easy to be like, yeah, go Do for it. Do it for the vine. So. Okay. Um. You have fifty fifty odds of getting a better result than what you did. So I literally have one stress left to work with. Uh, and so whatever happens next, I know what I'm doing. So I'm just gonna do. I am going to do the two dice. Okay, you're going to make this desperate as well? Mm-hmm. Six. Oh, thank God. Ah. A full success. Ah. Nice. Congratulations. Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> Extremely nice. So, so, real quick, real quick, you put a hand uh, to the charred body, and I'm going to go ahead and say the body is at four of four here. Um, and we're going to put Adelaide located at four of six now. Because um, what happens is you put the body and in your mind, not even your mind's eye, you're just like, you're able to manifest before you perhaps, or I guess maybe even in your mind's eye, if we're being honest, an image of the dregs of the ghost that is here. 
And while you haven't seen this person yourself, you would recognize them from your uh, from your intel. You would know this ghost is Timus Lorella, the postmaster. What? Oh, oh, oh shit! Oh, but he was there. Oh, no wonder it felt wrong. <gasps> anyway, you get this, and before and with your uh, full success roll, uh, you able or have the sense to actually zip the bag real quick and then step out of the infirmary. And basically, as the door uh, closes, uh, the the medic kind of like turns to the like, "Oh, I can help you in a moment, ma'am." Uh, and then goes back to her conversation with uh, Natalie. Cool. Yeah, Thalia is just gonna kind of nod nervously and then just like. Rush off anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's me. Oh boy. Oh. All right. Um, I feel like it would be, like, we could end the episode there, but I don't want to lose track of things, so let's go ahead and get Flint's action for this time period. Um, all I was going to have Flint do is decompress. Uh, this is, Sounds good. This is, <laughs> this is all very stressful, so this is going to There's a lot going on. He's, he's going to go have some uh, coffee and a cigarette and try not to listen to all the uh, panicked emotions that are coming through his mental link through the fucking Azure Rose. Oh, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so you do that, you recover one stress, and that's our third tick, mm-hmm. as we tick over to what would be equivalently the sort of afternoon. Okay. But this is that fine. will be that will be for next Oh, time. boy. I'm so glad that doll's okay. Ha! <laughs> Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Alexander Messick, Calvin Cox, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Jack Toops, Jarnope, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, MC Verdandi, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Thor Holmquist, and Trashy May. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, Simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gay Nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We're at Big Gay Nerds Cast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook.